0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Poetic Resurrection. And today I'm very excited to talk to author Jim Marshall. Jim, welcome. Thanks, Sonia. I'm glad to be here. So tell me, I mean, you have a a book that you wrote called Is Am I saying it correctly? Yes. Now, tell me your journey on how you came up with that, because I I read your bio and it said that you've been uh, working on it for decades. So. How did that start?
1: Well, the story really begins when I was 16 and I was accepted into an elite engineering school, which I attended on academic scholarship. Now, of course, when I started in engineering school, I thought I was going to be engineering physical things like electrons or airfoils or motors. Mm -hmm. But by the time I had my bachelor's degree, I realized what I wanted to engineer was the human psyche. Because that's the area of greatest mystery, of greatest unknown. Yes. And it's the area where we're fa- failing miserably. Mm-hmm. 95% of the problems in the industrialized world are because people don't understand people. They don't understand the wife, the son, the boss, the employee, whatever. To make a long story very short, I had a long career as a human development engineer, working one-on-one with clients of every description, for many thousands of hours, hundreds of clients. Now, all of my clients improved. And I started to notice that my clients would improve in ways that were predictable to me. In other words, I would know the outcome of the session before it happened. That's really interesting. Yeah, so I never told this to anyone. As the decades rolled by, I made notes. And by 1995, I had about 32 scales of varying lengths between three and seven levels Mm -hmm. because I would notice the client was at a certain level on a certain axis. And as a result of the session, he would go up to the next higher level. Or sometimes it would take more than one session for him to go up there. But he did go to that next level up. Mm -hmm. Now, this happened thousands of times. So this uh, was only made me better at what I did. I didn't tell anybody. Uh, But by 95, I also had one scale in particular that I absolutely knew was correct because I had been using it on a daily basis for many decades. Mm -hmm. It had six levels. I realized one day it had a seventh level from observing a particular client. And when I inserted that seventh level into the six level scale, it manifested mathematically.
0: That's fascinating, isn't it?
1: Yes. Now, coming from a hard science background, you have to understand, I took 26 semesters of math. So I love math. I think in math. When I saw that, I said, whoa, this is natural law. Because anything that has math embedded in it, like, for example, the Fibonacci sequence, Mm -hmm. is natural law. So then I said, I found something here. But then I asked myself, I wonder how many of these other scales are actually seven level scales that had not been developed all the way because I wasn't developing anything. I was just helping my clients and making notes. So, knowing what I was looking for, I then inspected these scales, and each of them, in a short period of time, developed into a seven level scale. And as each one did, it manifested mathematically. So then I had like about 32 scales, all with this, all empirically derived, all with mathematical underpinnings. I said, wait a minute, I could use this to help people. I can go from helping people by the hundreds, which is what I had been doing, to helping people by the millions. If I put this in a book and get it out, so I said, this is a book. I have to write a book. So by 90, December of 95, the first draft was done. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to colleagues of mine, all of whom had graduate degrees in a variety of subjects. And they all had very positive responses, although the responses were different. So that told me, okay, this is exactly what I think it is, a new subject. So I then embarked on, A 25-year journey of working on the book, working on the book for 25 years. Because realize, first I had to discover the phenomena, Mm -hmm. which was largely done by 95, although I did find three more skills as I was writing the book. Then I had to use these phenomena to craft a workable philosophic system. You have to realize, as an engineer, I'm only interested in facts and results, I'm not interested okay. in opinions or beliefs. Everybody has them, and they're irrelevant to engineering. That's why I got such good results with my clients.
0: Can I ask you None a question? of it was
1: about opinion.
0: Sure. Yeah. Can you give me an example? Because it is a lot to take in because it's a new concept. So can you yes. give me an example of, you can make a hypothetical person up or whatever. Um, give us an example of how that works.
1: Yeah. So let's say you have a girlfriend who's having romance problems and you want to help her, mm-hmm. right? Say, Mary, come here, let me show you something. And you open up the book, you show her the scale of relationships. Now, just the fact that there is a scale of relationships is itself a revolutionary concept. That's a completely new idea. Yes. So, and since she's having trouble, she's going to be interested. So then you can say, let's have you look at this glossary. So you go to the glossary, which is right before the chapter.
0: Mm-hmm. And you
1: have to look at it. And then you say, okay, look at this scale and see if you can spot where this relationship is. This relationship that you're in that you're having trouble with, right? Yes. And what will probably happen is that she will find a bracket in a matter of seconds. In other words, she'll say, she'll look at it and she'll say, well, I'm either in three or four. You see, she just threw out five levels. Yeah. She not read it down. People get a bracket right away. Because it's natural law. Yes. So then you say, okay, let's have you read this chapter, right? It's not that long. Read the chapter and see if this will help you. So she reads the chapter. When she's done, you say, okay, look at it again. Now see if you can tell me precisely what level you're at. And she probably will say, Well, now that I read this, I can see. That our relationship is at level five. That's not so good. You see? Now,
0: she's going to be happy about this.
1: Even though it's a low level. Because it's the truth.
0: Now, the levels go from one being very good to seven being bad. Is that how they were? Okay. I thought it was the other way around.
1: Uh, I don't use the terms good and bad.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, nothing's actually but, good and bad. But
1: yes. Yes. Because... Well, not all the, you have to realize the scales vary, but generally, yes, one is the top and seven is the bottom. Okay. Generally,
0: okay. So, having
1: having said that, then you can say to her, "Let's have you look at the scale of sexuality." You open the book. She looks at it. Right? She's having trouble, so she's going to be interested. She looks at it and says, "Hmm, this is interesting—a scale of sexuality." And then you can say, "Look at the glossary." So you have a look at the glossary, so she knows the definitions of the words that are in this scale. And you say, okay, now look at it and see if you can spot where you are on this scale. You don't have to tell me, but see if you can spot it. Yes. So she looks at it. And in a matter of seconds, probably 25 seconds, 30 seconds, she'll say, well, you know, it's it's either three, four or five, something like that. She'll give you a bracket. Mm -hmm. See, she threw out four levels already. Then you say to her, okay, Let's have you read the chapter and see if that will help you, right? So she reads the chapter. I guarantee it will help. Guarantee. And then after she finishes it, say, okay, now that you read it, see if you can spot exactly where you are on the scale. And she'll look at it and she'll probably say, well, now that I read it, I can see that I'm at level three. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then she might say, no wonder I'm having trouble with Joe. He's not at level three.
0: You see? So the person that. that you're dealing with basically has to be on your level for you to advance, or can that be worked on or something?
1: You have to realize every scale is unique. As far as the scale of sexuality, what I know is that you must be at a compatible level. You don't have to be at the same level. Mm -hmm. Now, if you study the scale, it's obvious when you read it that some of these levels are clearly incompatible with one another.
0: See, that's very cool to me. So then, The example that you're giving me is going, wow, this is super interesting. And now I can relate to it because you've given me examples. It makes it so much easier. So then
1: you can say to her, you can say to her, so tell me what level on the scale is Joe at? And she'll go through the same process, you see? She'll think about Joe, she'll look at the scale. And now that she knows the scale, she might be able to spot it right away, but also she might just find a bracket. But she'll say, you know, well, I can see that he's at level five. No wonder we have trouble. They're not compatible levels, you see? Yes. Now that right there, that right there might be enough for her to say, I'm not wasting any more time on this guy. You see? Yeah. Now you can say, well, isn't that, bad? isn't that bad news? No, because it's the truth. When you have a realization or an epiphany like that, you know, like a guy says, oh, I just realized my boss is a narcissist. See? Now, that's a negative
0: thing. Mm-hmm. But he'll be happy
1: because he knows the truth.
0: And all, And I find when you know the truth, you know how to work with it better you know your next step because is this something that you will tolerate no that's
1: good and that is exactly the point of the book so then you consider her let's look at the scale of allegiance because any time a relationship deteriorates it's always because allegiance deteriorates so think of it this way right mm-hmm. she's going out with this guy. he cheats her and goes out with another woman right isn't that a type of a betrayal right? It's a lowering of allegiance. Yes, His allegiance has deteriorated. So you see this in divorce, right? When the couple says, I do, they're pledging allegiance to one another, right? But then you come back five years later and they hate one another. Well, one or both of them have gone down the scale of allegiance one way or another. It doesn't have to be fooling around with somebody else. It could be something. You know, we don't know what it is, but she can Say, look at this, right? Have a read the glossary, have a look at the scale, see? And you can tell her when relationships deteriorate, it's because allegiance has deteriorated. So where are you on the scale relative to this relationship, right? And she looked look at it and she said, Oh, well, yeah, I'm at level four. That's it's not so good. See? Mm-hmm. And then you can say, okay, where is Joe on the scale? You see? And she'll be able to spot him. And in the book, I give very specific guidance on how to find your own level and how to find another person's level. It's two different things. I give techniques to use. Mm -hmm. So by now, she should be saying, thank you, Sonia. You straightened this whole mess (laughs) out for me. But if that doesn't happen, you can have her look at the scale of permeation. Permeation is the basic action of a spiritual being. When two beings love one another, it's because they're permeating one another spiritually.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So you can have a person who's maybe smart, maybe well-educated, maybe articulate, but doesn't permeate well. You see? So that could be a problem. I know somebody, I have a client like that. He's, in many ways, he's awesome, right? But it, it doesn't permeate so well. So in his personal life, it's not so good. See, it doesn't permeate. So you can say, take a look at this, read the glossary, and then take a look at this. Where are you on this scale? Okay. And she might find her level. Or again, she might find a bracket, in which case you could say, okay, read the chapter. And she reads the chapter, she comes back say, now where are you? You see? and you can help her to find it.
0: Do you find that there are people that you counsel that are not realistic about where they're at? Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but and, and I can tell you exactly what that's all about. Please
1: tell me. First of all, although these 35 scales are unique, and when you study them, you will see that. You cannot infer anything about scale A by studying scale B. Nothing. But The common denominator of all these scales, even though each of them is unique, is insight. The usage of these scales requires some insight. Now, there are people who are not insightful, right? I mean, this is the type of guy, his life is about watching TV, eating potato chips, you know, and uh, playing video games. That's his life. He's not an insightful person. So that person is probably not interested in self-improvement because insightful people can see, okay, I'm not quite right on this. How can I improve myself? You see, that takes some insight. Now, what I absolutely know from using this for 27 years now since the book was first drafted Mm -hmm. is that people who are at or near the top of any scale are there because they're insightful in that area. And people who are at or near the bottom of any scale are there because they're not insightful in that area.
0: So you know the areas
1: to work on. Right. But you have to realize if a person is at or near the bottom of the scale, he's going to have trouble using that scale because he does not have insight in that area. Yes. Now, if he has enough insight to want to improve
0: himself, He's probably not all the way near the bottom. You see? I would think just picking up the book is something that you know you have to work on something. Right. How do right. you work because, on this?
1: Right. This book is for people who want to improve themselves or their lives. Yes. And can read English. Okay? So if you can read English reasonably well and you want to improve yourself or your life, this book is for you. This book will enhance your life. So you see, I gave you four scales to use on this hypothetical friend of yours, right? There may be more, there may be five or six more that apply. You see? Yeah, no, that's very interesting. So what I can tell you is any dilemma, problem, situation that a human being has can be analyzed successfully by one or more of these scales. Usually more than one. The question is: Is the person interested in improving himself? That's the big question. Let's say you take a professional criminal, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so his he's he is his specialty is armed robbery. Okay, he may have been in prison. He may be out on bail. Whatever. This guy is not going to be interested in this book. He's not going to be interested in improving himself. And he's certainly not going to be interested in proving anybody else. This person lacks insight. And if you analyze him, which you can do, you will find that he is at or near the bottom of most of the scales. That is why he is an armed robber, because he doesn't have insight. You see, if he were a little more upscale, he would be smart enough to see this is not a good idea.
0: I grew up in the hood. so. Some criminal, it almost based on, I find anger because they don't have their basic needs. So they go into that. I know a poet who goes into the prisons and helps them write. And that's where they get insight. That's where they feel better and they, they want a different life. They, they know something's wrong, but that's all they know. And that's all they know for survival and how horrible it would be to only live in survival mode. You know, you just think, where's my next meal Mm -hmm. coming from? Where's a roof over my head? So I find that we all are able to be insightful. We just have to want to be insightful. We have to want to. Well, of course, of course, of course, that's true.
1: I mean, uh, you can say they don't want to be insightful because they're not insightful. They don't
0: know any better, is what I'm thinking.
1: Well, okay, the six of one half doesn't any other, because the more you know, the more insightful you are. Yes, and more insightful you are, the more you know. Now, this book doesn't only require some insight; it develops insight, because every time you find your level on any scale, you go, "Ah, I see. That's what's going on here, right?" And you have to realize you have general skills as Specific scales. Now, the specific scales mean that what that means is it's tailored to a context. So let's take the scale of motivation, for example. Mm-hmm. You can say, what is my motivation toward my girlfriend? What is my motivation toward my father? What is my motivation toward my boss? And so forth, right? You could use it 50 different ways and find all of these different motivations that you have toward all these people. And each time you do, it will be enlightened say, oh, that's what's going on. Or you can say, what is my cousin's motivation toward me? What is my uncle's motivation toward me? What is my next-door neighbor's motivation toward me? You see, using it on a reverse flow. So you could use it a hundred ways there. So you could use this every time you meet somebody.
0: Yeah, it just, it puts a smile on my face because I'm an actor. And that's one of the things we're always asking, what's my motivation? When you are doing a movie or a tv show or whatever so it's just one of those we're always using that as actors what's my motivation why am i doing this
1: right the specific scales are extremely useful in many contexts you can take one scale and use it in 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 different contexts now the general scales are not like that the general scales once you find your level on that scale Mm -hmm. you're done okay Or what you find your level on that scale or your husband's level on that scale, you're done for that person. You found it. Yes. Okay. Obviously, like for example, the scale of basic purposes, every human being has one of seven basic purposes. All the other basic purposes are subsets of these. Now, what could be more important than knowing someone's basic purpose? Because that's what the person is trying to do. That's his underlying motivation for his whole life. Most people spend an entire lifetime at one level of that scale. Now, there are sometimes very positive experiences that will enable you to move up one level or negative experiences that will force you down a level. But most people stay at one level. So that's a general scale. You're you're, you're done with it, but you can use it on another, another person. So if you, if you just take what I just explained and blow it up a billion times in every direction, you get what this book is about. It's extremely useful because you have to understand every person is at some level on every scale. Now, you can ignore that data, but that's not as advantageous as taking advantage of it because think of it this way. When you take your car out on the road, there's all kinds of signage, right? Dotted lines, double lines, stop signs, no turn, no U-turn, right? There's hundreds of different types. You better follow that signage. If you don't, you're going to get in big trouble. You can have an accident. You can kill somebody. You can kill yourself. You can lose your license, right? There's like a hundred things that could go, go wrong could end up in the hospital if you don't follow the signage if it says 60 miles an hour you better pay attention to it that's what these these are like
0: so we're getting towards the end of our interview is uh-huh. there something that you would like to address specifically to the audience sure let me just tell you briefly what septemix
1: is septemix is a philosophical science based on the fact that many phenomena related to human beings occur in a sequence of seven levels. Literally, the word septemics means of or pertaining to seven. Septemius comprises a collection of scales or sequences, each of which breaks down various human phenomena into a hierarchy of seven steps and 35 such scales, each of which is unique, which is good because, because they're unique, they cover the span of human experience meaning there's no situation that's going to arise in the life of a human that cannot be resolved by one or more of these scales. So you should use it. That's what I want. I want people to use it and succeed better. Basically, the idea is that the data in this book is vital for every person and can help you to achieve your goals faster and easier by explaining what might otherwise seem to be inexplicable, or random.
0: Well, and also my last question, where can people get your book? It's available really anywhere that books
1: are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. But I recommend you go to my website, septamics.com, where you can read what many readers have said, what many journalists have written, you can read the reviews, you can read sections of the book itself. And if you're interested, you can listen to a pre-recorded lecture of me explaining septentics to a new person. Perfect. So by the
0: time you finish that, you're probably going to want to buy the book. No, that's great. Because you know what? I, going into this interview, I wasn't quite sure what it was, even though I read your bio and I and the examples really gave me that aha moment that I think right. that would really help someone in understanding it and and look up the book. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You know, people out there, get the book. It seems extremely interesting.
1: Yeah, it's available hardbound, softbound, and ebook. The ebook is not expensive, it's not a big uh, expense. And so, for a small amount of money, you can make a big advantage in your life.
0: That would be amazing. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Sonia. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to the Poetic Resurrection Podcast. Available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, and many other podcast platforms. Please visit us and subscribe to our newsletter at PoeticResurrection.com for the latest information and updates.